Perfect. Now I have your number. Thanks. Hey, I'm Robbie Kramer. You're listening to the Leverage Podcast, where we discuss using your social skills to hack dating, travel, finding your dream job, and becoming a complete man. We've got a returning guest, St. Robert Day Game, who was on the podcast episode 166, I believe, and... Uh, that episode is actually going to be dropped on Friday, and so this one will be coming out after that. Um, awesome dude, and we're going to be speaking today about everyone's favorite topic, which is threesomes. And everyone's happens. dream topic, dream topic, man. <laughs> the dream topic. <laughs> so um, why don't you, uh, I'll share a bit, you share a bit, why don't you go first? Um, yeah. We can just kind so, of go back and forth on our experience and best in, in my eyes. In my eyes, since I was a kid, since I lost my virginity at age 15, the one thing I wanted most always was a threesome. And <laughs> I always thought it's like that for everyone. So I know it's not like that for everyone. But to me... But like that for it, me. Yeah, I mean, threesomes for me was this holy grail. And I remember I tried to set up the first threesome when I was like, 15 or 16 and and i didn't succeed of course because the ch- the one of the chicks got too drunk and and but i really and, and what and age I, did you uh, lose your virginity that's pretty young yeah yeah well like i 15 you know latvia yeah uh, okay. this loud uh, bmx riding guy with pants below his ass cheeks and <laughs> with piercings and 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 all like I was that kid, okay. <laughs> the loud, the loud, the loud, the, the loud kid. So kind of came with the turf, but so uh, you were the bad boy, basically. I, I was, yeah, in, in a way, yeah. I was bad and good at the same time. You could say that, like, I was doing some really good things at school, like, like, but doing really bad at school, like doing good things but doing bad. And, and I was a bit of a dick when I was a kid, so I don't know. I, I think it came with the person. I was always horny and, and wanted to fuck something so i was always trying to find ways to to seduce girls even when i was that young and it started with online and then, and i always tried bringing up threesomes in every relationship i was in but they somehow somehow they never happened and and my first ones were actually in my last relationship with my last girlfriend See, she was like she opened my eyes to many, many things, including BDSM, which is a whole different topic we can cover another time. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, we decided to shoot for the threesome, and, and so that was, was the first one you had when you were uh, a teenager. No, no, no. This was the last oh. one. This was oh, like okay. maybe like I've been single for between three and a half, four years. So maybe like five years ago maybe a bit more and that was the first one and and then when i got single when i became single when i started day gaming that's when that's so when the this first shit one was fun. five or six years ago first one was five or six years ago yeah wait so give me the timeline so you we started you just, you, you tried to have one when you were like 15 16 when you started <laughs> when you lost your virginity yes. i'm guessing you're, you're what you're like somewhere around 30 how old are you? 33 
33. Okay. So then you had your first one at 28? Something like that. Could be some 27, 28, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I had my first one at 26, 27. It was also with a girlfriend. Um, we saw that movie uh, Hall Pass. Have you ever heard of that movie? I've heard the name. It was something where you give where you give your significant other a pass to, to bang someone else. Yes, exactly. And you know, typical American romantic comedy. You know, they go and bang other people and almost bang other people, and crazy stories ensue. And then after, oh, I love you. I shouldn't have done it, sort of thing. So, um, <laughs> so we gave each other hall passes. Um, she capitalized on the first one. I struck out that weekend while she was gone, and then another weekend I was able to cash in. And then we went to Vegas together a bit after and found another girl for a threesome, which is a, uh, it was a, a pretty cool experience. I have to say, um, just like picking her up, we picked her up at Dre's underground uh, nightclub. Um, and, uh, we lost her like a bunch of times. I lost my girlfriend of the series of night, Go, getting her back from Dre's to the Bellagio where we were staying. We almost got cock blocked by like other dudes. Cause other dudes don't really, they just assume you have two girls. So one of them's free. It's like, no, <laughs> I'm trying to, right. And then that girl's getting distracted and this is all happening at like five, six in the morning. So that was my first experience. So sorry to interrupt. Tell me about yours. Oh no, my mind was super easy. It was just, uh, we decided to do it. The girl, the girl, we actually did it online. We found a chick via Tinder. That was the that was when Tinder started, and mm. it was when it was had some quality material in there back in the days, and mm -hmm. it was fucking easy. So no, no, that was easy. We just set up like a couple profile, and so we we took the easy path. Nice, yeah. The yeah. um, ours was. <laughs> Ours is definitely not the easy path, but it was an easy situation because the girl basically came up to us at the, at the bar. Um, and she was very flirtatious and she basically said like, are you guys thinking of a threesome later? And we're mm. like, actually we were, <laughs> but I think we were also <laughs> giving out that energy. So, so you, you, you were hunting on Tinder and, and what was the conversation prior to that with your girlfriend to kind of build up to that uh, were you guys monogamous before that yeah yeah we were monogamous but she had done a lot of shit before she was way more experienced in kinky shit than i was so she had done like he, she had went very deep down the bdsm rabbit hole she had had threesomes foursomes before so she opened my oh, okay my world to all of that shit. so that's your... i don't I think that's that's threesome. That threesome was like fa fairly boring because, apart from that being the experience where you finally, when, where you like go through trial, trial and error, trying to set it up with your girlfriend. Well, actually, I think it gets interesting from the point where you start meeting the girls for threesomes, because it's not like they're coming around and just okay, let's fuck. You still gotta seduce them. Right. Because we actually went out with several girls. Uh, we went out with this. Oh no, this one, the first, for the first threesome, she actually came over to our place. But when we hanged out, we made out a little bit. We didn't fuck, but we agreed that let's do this on another day. And then we went on like a date out for drinks, three of us, and, and then went back to ours and, and 
So that was kind of also like a process. There was another chick that just came over to fuck. That was, to me, that was really boring. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm not enjoying the... That's why I, I experimented in Serbia with chicks from Fat Life, and I'm not going to do that anymore because it's sort of like banging Tinder chicks. I, I'm not enjoying that, and, and Fat Life is as well. They're fairly kinky, whereas I prefer to, to seduce girls that are good girls. And also, when it comes to threesomes, I enjoy much more, like I get way more pleasure to, to get, to take two girls who have never had threesomes before, who who never had one night stands before and I'm sleeping with both of them separately. And then I bring them together and, and mm -hmm. I had to go through the whole seduction process where they seduce each other because it is like, they don't show up and they're like, you cannot, there is an art to getting two good girls in the same room and, and to know that they will click. And I, I did that several times and that, that. I actually have a, um, I have a buddy who always comes to my immersion events, um, whether they're typically they're here in Kiev and he's a, he's a nomadic traveler. He's actually been on the podcast. I won't say who it is to protect his secrecy because um, <laughs> he doesn't like to advertise this part, but he's a threesome connoisseur, threesome, foursome, fivesome, him plus, you know, only other women. And it's exactly like, what you're describing he loves to find girls who have never had threesomes before and put them together foursomes he even had a like a threesome or a foursome i think with two virgins and one girl who wasn't a virgin and it's not like he's particularly hunting for this sort of kind of but he teaches all this stuff in in great detail um in in that event and i've heard it many times so i'm curious how much your uh sort of mentality matches up with his because um i'm sure I'm, I'm guessing it's very very similar but uh i'm all ears so keep going <laughs> uh so the first thing that a guy might ask is let's say so, let's say a guy is is maybe dating a girl or he has a regular or just like seeing some girls well the first question is how how the hell do you bring up a topic of threesome Guys are even scared to bring that up, but I actually bring it up with almost every girl I'm seeing. I will, I will bring it up and I will see how they react. And, and since one thing I do is when I sleep with girls, I, I, I go pretty deep from the get-go. Like we will do, like I, I will start, like even the first time we fuck, I'll probably choke her. I'll probably spank her. I'll probably slap her face and, and stuff like that. So she, she already if she hasn't done any of that shit she's already is like whoa this is fucking different this is crazy i like this like i've been dreaming about this so she already sees me as this crazier guy to explore her to explore her sexuality with and that immediately puts me in a different box and uh, maybe after i slept with the girl a few times i will i will ask has she had experiences with girls has she like what's the story there and, and we will just we will just talk about this for not 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 a deep conversation just a few minutes her experiences what what she's been kind of dreaming about has she ever thought about it and and then i might either either on that time i might say okay if i ever meet anyone who i think you would really really click with then i will introduce you or another time when i when i'm seeing her i have i, I just will tell listen i, I met this girl 
and you two are just like you would get along so incredibly well it's just crazy you, i i have to introduce the two of you and 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 we'll just go for a wine and and like and we will see whether it ends as a wine or, or something more and so you kind of set it up like you they know why are why 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 they are meeting each other but right. it's also like well we'll go for a drink and like We'll see what no happens pressure. or doesn't. Yeah, there's like absolutely no pressure. And I genuinely do it. And this is this is a very important part. So first of all, when you want to set up threesomes, first thing you need, well, it's really hard to do if you only have one chick. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. even if your girl agrees, imagine, like, guys have to think, like, imagine someone has one girl they're, they're seeing and then the girl agrees to have a threesome and then you without having any fucking dating skills have to find another girl who is not just willing to fuck you but to fuck you on your girl that's a really hard task to do so it's it's much i think it's super it's much easier to do if you have a lot of dating experience if you have several girls you're seeing of course it can be done via online or 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 right. a girl can actually bring a girl can actually like if a guy doesn't have much of experience and he doesn't know where to get girls like that, a girl can actually do that for him, whether that's online, whether that's, I don't know, her friends or, or, but well, this when is an important point because so when I first started having threesomes, um, I, I had the one experience in Vegas I mentioned, and then a few years went by where I was single. Um, and I spent a ton of time day gaming, um, you know, building like a roster of girls or a, you know, a squad or a harem, whatever you want to call us, dating multiple women. Um, and then I met a girl who I really liked and we started dating. And, you know, I told her from the beginning, I'm like, listen, I'm not interested in anything like serious or monogamous. I just want to have fun. And I just want to go threesome hunting. And she's like, that's all I want to do too. And we, <laughs> we started, no joke, going out five to six nights a week in LA just hunting for threesomes. Um, and we did it wrong for the first, like probably 10 or 11 tries. Um, we were, we had like so many experiences where we either brought girls back and they wouldn't go all the way. Um, like they'd be into her, but they wouldn't be into me. And that was the reason was because the girl, she was doing most of the actual like work. And so she, the other women were attracted to her they were attracted to me by default because she was hot, but they weren't attracted enough to me to basically like want to be, want to sleep with me or they were always like, Oh, we can kiss or we can do this, but I just want to like play with her. And that's because I wasn't the one bringing the energy. I wasn't approaching. I was basically like the, you know, the side piece sort of thing. Um, and I realized like, all right, that doesn't work. Um, I need to be the one kind of driving this forward. The girl needs to be primarily attracted to me and then obviously attracted to my girlfriend secondly, which creates a whole nother host of problems and some jealousy and sort of things. But that's the same situation where you you're casually dating girls and you say to one, you know, I I'm interested in the threesome. Are you down? She says, yes. And you say to the other, you know, Are you interested in the threesome? She says, yes. And they're obviously already hooking up with you. So they meet each other and like, that's more seamless, but going out and hunting for girls, you have to take that same mentality. Um, and as the guy, you have to generate that attraction. Otherwise you'll end up getting cock blocked later. So that was uh, I, the funny story. The, the first time we actually succeeded, I think it was like our 11th or 12th try, um, which only took two weeks because we were going out so often, but met this other girl 
that she was with this dude, like really scary looking dude. This guy was like six, six tattoos, huge buff. Um, and he was trying to, to pull the other girl. Um, but we had already like basically kind of whispered to her like, yeah, let's go back and have a threesome. And she's like, there's no way I'm going to be able to get away from this guy. He's too, he's too aggressive. I'm like, what if I pretend like I'm gay? And she was like, that might work. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he, she was kind of like at his table area, but my girlfriend was, was obviously there and flirting with him a bit. Um, and as time went on, like I just kind of started acting more and more gay. And later I was able to just kind of be like that gay, fruity, best friend, like, come on, girls, let's go. We're going home. Right. And like managed to like kick him out of the cab and like pull this crazy like escape experience. Um, and had I not pretended like that, he definitely would have tried to kill me. But <laughs> I don't recommend pretending you're gay to pull a threesome. Uh, <laughs> What if he was bisexual? <laughs> That could have been a big problem. <laughs> so, Fuck, so anyways, crazy. Uh, I digress, but <laughs> please go, go back. Yeah, so, so it all starts with suggesting you know, one girl that, oh, damn, I met this chick you have to meet. And, and, and I would say the same shit to the other girl. And mm -hmm. they both are, like, they're both, usually it was with girls who are good girls. Like, yeah. I was maybe their first one night stand. I was maybe the first guy they're seeing casually or the first guy they slept on a first date. Uh, did I say that already? No, didn't. <laughs> uh, so, and, and you bring them together. And so first you kind of have to, like, the, 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 the thing is you need sick level of abundance <clears throat> in your mm -hmm. mindset because if guys like if you expect that that those girls will come together and they will want to fuck each other like it's not going to happen like that it's right. still a big thing for them and if you look at the seduction model of building attraction between you and a girl and then building comfort with you and a girl and then the seduction part where you start physically escalating it's the same with two girls they need to be become attracted to each other then they need to build comfort with with one another and then they need to start physically escalating Right. And that is like, fuck. And so I would usually have one of them come over maybe like 30 minutes earlier, then a second one appears. And, and this usually happened uh, straight at my place because I was, they both were familiar with my place. They, they've been around and, and they know how shit works. And, and what I would do is, so normally on a date, you have like basically a structure. What do you talk about? How do you spike? How do you raise attraction? Mm -hmm. So I would do the same stuff. I ask the same questions, but in a way that they're talking to each other, I would make mm -hmm. them talk between themselves and build attraction, like tell some crazy things about each other. And then I would do like that kind of give hints, how they, how they build, how they can build comfort. I would ask a question and then they would discuss the question with each other and talk about her like boring. Shit, like would, you play the, uh, would you play the questions game with them? Because that can be fun. It's kind of like truth or dare. Uh, um, I've tried it. I, I, I actually still play questions game on my dates. Yeah, I, I've played it. I have a limited version of five questions. Uh -huh. And like there are rules in the question game. I, because if you play questions game, it just it's so long. And right. back in the days when I was playing it, I, I would play it with a limited number of questions. And the last question I would ask uh, was from one to ten, how wet are you? 
<laughs> okay. And whenever she said eight or more, I just took off her pants and fucked her. <laughs> <laughs> She's but, like seven. You're like, shit, what do I do shit. now? <laughs> yeah. And, and actually, I, I did this once and the girl said like, like five. And then she said, I asked later, she said seven. I just said, well, whenever you say eight, they'll fuck you. And it went on for hours. And then I was like, I was, I was, I was like just tired and I didn't want to fuck her anymore. She just like was taking too long. And, and, and she just said, okay, mom was like eight and a half. And I just left. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's definitely the abundance mindset. Yeah. So I, I, I got really like mm-hmm. bored by taking hours. And I was meeting my friend like an hour later. I was like, I would rather meet my friend than fuck this chick. So anyways, I would, uh, I would make them yeah, build the attraction. The, yeah, the attraction, the, the comfort. The same thing. Yeah, like build, getting, asking them questions that reveal, you know, their more authentic self. Yes. Um, getting the girls to connect. Yeah, everything that works on a date with two people works on a date with three. And the beauty yes. of women is, you know, women compared to like nerdy uh, IT guys and engineers and, you know, former guys like myself. Um, they're usually pretty good at having those conversations, you know, a lot better than most guys are. So those, those connections tend to happen a lot faster, um, than, yeah. <laughs> than uh, may- maybe you'd be used to if you haven't had threesomes before. Yeah. And one thing I did, and I did this in all the threesomes, whether it was with me and, and two girls, whether it was me, my friend and a chick, or cause I, I, I do all types of threesomes, like. Mm-hmm. No crossing swords or whatever, but <laughs> sure. and and there is this and this is a this is a genius thing that it's it this is a game changer. So when you have built enough comfort and you start spiking and they start talking about crazier topics, all of a sudden I run out of uh, alcohol. Okay, and I have to go to the store. Oh shit! Or I get an important phone call, mm-hmm. and I get to go take it, and. It's not a phone call. I just want to leave them two together. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Yes, because I, they, I want like... them to connect without me. Right, right. I would leave. And, and the first time I did this, I actually did run out of booze. <laughs> oh, so it was an accident. <laughs> it was an accident, but, but I go, I was like, oh, I'll go get some more, like whatever. You, I think we were drinking vodka or something. And I, I went for more vodka and softs. And, and the store right next to my apartment was closed for whatever reason. So I had to go to another store, which is like 10 minutes away. So I come back 20 minutes later and they're like looking at me and, and like blushing a little bit. It's like, hey, can you maybe bring us a chocolate? <laughs> so they're like, can you fuck off for a little bit more? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so and I, I fuck off for like 30 more minutes or maybe not that much, maybe like 15 more minutes. And I come back and, and I bring like the chocolate and, and marshmallows and whatever, everything. And, and they're sitting both in their black dresses, but there are two bras on the sofa. <laughs> <laughs> so they went at it without you they like i think they just teased me okay. <laughs> i think they yeah. had a conversation about what's happening and uh, all right. of that shit but one tricky thing is why why i believe that if, if a guy is setting this up with two girls that aren't as crazy and, and this is a new experience for them and especially if they're beautiful and they know how to play with guys and, and how to kind of try to snatch the frame what what has happened in almost all of these threesomes is 
they do try to snatch uh, the frame. They do try to take the frame away to take control of it and like kind of be a little bit fussy about it and like ah mm-hmm. no 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 like and kind of annoy you and and really see how you react. And this has happened, I think in. I think in all the threesomes, whether it was threesomes where I put two two girls, two girls together, or whether it was a threesome where a girl just took another girl over, it always there was some shit going on. So unless it's with chicks that both come to the apartment to fuck, you really need some good tight game <laughs> mm-hmm. to pull off threesomes with, with girls that aren't. Yeah, they'll test you along the way. Um, and I think that's a, a really good point is, is giving them that time together to connect, you know, and they're probably, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna talk about it. So he brought us here for a threesome, should we do it? Blah, 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 blah. Right. And, and they're gonna, they're gonna test you and probably have that like girl bonding time. Um, and then, uh, yeah maybe maybe that girl bonding time gives them this feeling oh let's see like let's play with them a bit and that's that's their they're bonding by playing me a little bit like having fun of like see oh let's see what like how he'll behave like a little puppy and to to them maybe and it's they're not they're not saying it but i think they they agree it's like a mutual unspoken agreement that oh we're bonding and we'll have this fun and then you come back with your booze or whatever you went out for from your long phone call or and and they expect that they will control something and then they see oh fuck no he he fucking played both of us wow <laughs> right Damn, this guy i thought we were uh playing him but he was playing us <laughs> yeah 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 and i think that is that is fucking really cool um and Which, so I've, I've done it a few times where I've, um, you know, same situation that you described two girls I'm sleeping with mentioned to both of them, you know, let's have a threesome. They said, sure. Um, and then I would meet up with the first one. We would meet at a bar close to my place. The second one would show up. We'd hang out and have drinks and just kind of connect to the bar. And then depending on the vibe, um, suggest you know wine back at my place and then go back and the same sort of thing um did you ever would you always start at your house or would you also try bars what's your take on that i haven't tried bars i've always met uh, i've always met at my place because yeah i'm sleeping with both of them like they know my place they've been there a lot they stayed over a lot and, and so yeah. i think it's fairly easy um if it was with girls that I've only slept maybe like twice, then yeah, I could I could maybe see myself doing a bar because they're not that com- comfortable with me yet. Right. They they haven't become clingy yet, which they sooner or later always it, it usually happens. So, but no, mostly I would I would do my place. So you prefer bars? Uh, not necessarily prefer, but it sometimes can be a good option. Um, it reminds me of one specific. Uh, threesome I had that was really good and the reason we decided to go to that bar in particular is we had an association like I met one of the girls at that bar Um, so she loved that bar of course and the other one I had been telling about that bar many times it's called employees only in New York City great bar Um, and uh, so I was like hey remember my friend uh, 
you know, call her, call her Susie. We were talking about, let's meet up with, uh, you know, my other friend, uh, Elisa at employees only. Remember I told you about Elisa and, you know, we had obviously had that threesome conversation before. Um, they're like, Oh, employees only. Yeah, let's go. And then of course, so we meet up there and have some drinks and, uh, I know a bunch of the bartenders and the staff and the door guys. So if you're going to pick a bar, if the more, the more set up you are at that bar, of course, that helps the more social proof you have, but you could also run into problems by going to a bar because there's other guys, there's other variables to control when you're at home. There's no variables. It's just you and the yeah, girls. So I never like, okay, there are other guys. What's the problem with that? I mean, the girls won't talk to them. They're with me. Right. Well, there, I mean, there, there's just always that extra uh, variable of, you know, one girl meets some guy and who knows she likes him or she wants to bring him into the action. Oh um, no, she's, she's out as a regular forever for even <laughs> talking, for even talking to the guy. Like, no, yeah. I'm like, I'm someone like if I, if I was walking with the girl and, and guy decided, Oh, like I'm a day gamer, I should open anything. Like even the guy, like if guy opened me when I'm walking with the girl, I would tell him what I think about him and what's going to happen. And I would be very yeah. like, fuck off, dude. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, during day game, of course. But uh, in this situation... Bars, I would tell him to fuck off as well. Like, I know it, would, it, would, it could end up pretty shitty, but the first the girl shouldn't talk to him. Well, she's with me. And if she talks to him, like, fuck that girl. I don't want to have anything to do with her anymore, ever. Well, the, sort, the situation could be where you're both like, you know, it's a crowded bar. So there's people like, shoulder to shoulder and you're standing there talking and there could be a guy talking to another girl and then he starts talking over your shoulder maybe even starts talking to you right and then it becomes an interesting conversation and then the girl starts talking to him and then they develop a sort of thing so it's not like he's really this is if the guy has game obviously it's not like he's trying to steal the girl he's just in a socially calibrated way finding his way into the conversation and then the girl's like oh let's you know, if we were going to have this plan to have a threesome, let's bring him, let's make it crazy. And then you're kind of stuck in this situation like, fuck, uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm supposed to be open-minded and I'm telling you to be open-minded, but now I'm saying, no, fuck that, which you totally can do. You're like, listen, no, I don't want that guy. Let's just go home. Um, but I'm just saying there are problems that can arise. That's why it's better to not do bars in my experience. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You just can't anticipate what's going to happen. They should the be on a fucking leash and behave. What the fuck are they doing? <laughs> chicks. I mean, what the I'm fuck? Just, what I'm sort of an attitude is that? No, I, I mean, it can happen, but that's girls misbehaving. But seriously. Well, she's not necessarily doing anything. She's just like an innocent bystander, right? He's not really hitting on her, but she's... She's an open-minded, free-spirited. You, you run into tons of these girls at like Burning Man, much more common, I'd say, in the U.S. than I've experienced in hanging out in Eastern Europe. Um, but that's how the, the American chicks will test you more a lot of the time. They'll be like, oh, let's bring this guy. Let's bring this uh, gay guy and see what happens there. Like, it's, it's like, <laughs> all right, you want to be open-minded and do some crazy shit? Like, let's raise the bar. Even oh, more. no, I don't want to be open-minded. I want to have to some. <laughs> Like, what the fuck is this shit? I want to have a threesome, right. not be open-minded. So that's for my kind of... If you want a threesome and only a threesome, don't go to a bar because you could end up with... Yeah, but I see what you're bar. saying and, and there's definitely risk factor there that I wouldn't want to deal with just because 
of my attitude towards them as misbehavior and my 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 behavior wouldn't be calibrated what i would tell them to like fuck off because because right. they are misbehaving and would never see them again but but that's how i would react because that's mm -hmm. the kind of attitude i would say i'm used to from girls if they're like flaking on me then i i would not i would stop seeing a regular because she flaked a few times like what the fuck is that i don't right. like attitude i'm i'm a i'm a I'm a little prince. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and, but, but yeah, I actually agree that, that fuck the bars, at least mm -hmm. fuck crowded bars. Like yeah. go to an empty one where you can have a booth to yourself and, and, and bond. But, but as far as going to bars, but then again, I don't enjoy bars and clubs in general. So it's, it's not my scene. I've never enjoyed that. Right. I go to bars only for dates and even then i try to choose outdoor bars with cool views just because i don't give a fuck about the drinks that much i care about where we are and the environment and, and all of that stuff but yeah definitely i always do it at home um uh, fuck i remember this i i and when it comes to like abundance and and not being reactive i remember this one threesome i tried to set up for it failed I think it failed three times and then it happened. Okay. <laughs> so both girls were regulars, maybe around, both were around 20, maybe one was like 22, one was nine. I think one was 22 and one was 19. Uh, and we, so we, I spoke with both of them and one of them, well, one of them will appear in a, in an other crazy story later. Uh, hint, hint, threesome from a three set. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, so these two girls and we agreed that we should have drinks and, and hang out together so first time uh, one of them flakes I think like one day before or, or morning of the, of the day when we should have met okay whatever like pride didn't happen next time we set it up again the first one arrives the second one just flakes last minute with an excuse, I'm I'm too lazy to like to go anywhere, like get me a cab. And I was like, I don't, I didn't even respond to that because like I don't care. Like it's, it's not a nice behavior. I'm not even gonna respond to that. And it's an ordinary activity. It's important that you I enjoy spending time with both of the girls separately, even if the other one doesn't show up. So, uh, so the second time again, she flakes. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> the now, third was, was time, she expecting to show up to a threesome situation? Uh, we're having drinks. We'll see how it ends. Right. Type up sort of thing. And Did she know other another girl would be there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she knew like mm -hmm. everything was... She knew we were meeting one with three thing, of us. One thing that my buddy will, would do, um, he would plant the seed about... He was interested in threesomes, usually after sex, like when you're lying there, you know, pillow yeah. talk, as they say. And... Um, He'd be like, hey, have you ever had a threesome before? She would say, blah, blah, blah. Are you interested in threesome? She's like, sure, I'm open to this sort of thing. Um, and then once he found out they were open to it, he would usually just invite them over for wine and he wouldn't even tell them the other girl would be there. Um, and, uh, or sometimes two girls would be there. Sometimes three girls would be there. You know, they'd just be showing up um, or he'd tell them like, as they're coming in, oh, my other friend dropped by too. Uh, You'll, you'll get to meet her. And then all of a sudden there's, you know, there's having wine. So that he said, when he started, he, he, he toyed around with that a bit. Um, he said it was 
less flaky because girls weren't as nervous, right? Because if they know they're going to meet another girl and you, they can have that sort of last minute, you know, stage fright or whatever. Um, so that's another thing I figured I'd throw in there. Uh, did he do that in Eastern Europe or in U.S.? Or both? In St. Petersburg, mostly. Okay. That's an interesting yeah. uh, way to look at it. I got to try that. Yeah. That's, that's a good idea. <laughs> I think it's important in that case that none of the girls is clingy. And really, you like, you, they're not like crying because you're leaving the city and in a few weeks. And because I had a chick over like two nights ago and, and she was just crying because I'm leaving the city in two weeks. <laughs> She literally, really. started, she literally started crying. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he was living there, so I don't think yeah. they really had that worry. Uh, so anyway, so it, it fails twice, and then the third time, it finally, like, they finally both show up. But, like, they're both shy, so they kind of need to get a bit drunk. And, and so we're drinking, and then we roll a joint, and then the worst thing happens. One of them is really shit-faced, smokes weed on top of it, and just, like, it's bad. Like, she's, like, she, she just, like, went, pukes. So, anyways, she pukes for a little bit, goes to bed, and while she's sleeping in the bedroom, <laughs> I'm in the living room, <laughs> fucking the other chick on the table. <laughs> uh, but both of them after that experience were like, damn, I really liked that girl. She was so amazing. Thank you for introducing us. That was really cool. We should meet again. And then we finally met again. We had a fucking amazing threesome. And But it's just a story of how the same setup, like the same girls, it failed three times until it finally happened. And it was extremely important from my part to be non-reactive and, and uh, just, yeah kind of stay chilled out about it yeah yeah the a lot of the you know a lot of the time even if it doesn't happen the first time the girls get to know each other and maybe something like that happens you know they they're a little bit nervous so one gets too shit-faced um it'll probably happen the next time like i had a lot of, ex of experiences like that where you know it it was close to going down for whatever reason or sometimes we would meet um, you know, I was out with a girl and we'd try to pull another girl. I love going to bars and clubs and I like hunting on, in those places. So, um, I would spend a lot of time like taking the girls I was dating out to meet other girls and not always does, you know, it's, it's easy. It's really easy to pick up girls with another girl because you're automatically pre-selected, right. And getting a girl back to an after party, if you have a girl to help you do that is the easiest thing in the world. Cause she can just basically like caveman bring her back like you're coming with me let's go and like take her <laughs> by the arm and they'll always come back because it's not like they're going back to some dude's like rape cave where there's you know five guys that are ready to like <laughs> you know, and they know they're going back to like and there's girls like if you try to bring girls to an after party and there's no girls it's the hardest thing in the world but if you have girls it's the easiest thing in the world um yeah. and sometimes we'd get them back and many things could go wrong and they, you know, wouldn't happen, but it would usually happen the next time down the road. So as long as you, as long as I remain patient and not reactive or upset or salty, it would always eventually happen. You know, this actually bring, uh, now I'm starting to think that going out for drinks to a bar is a good idea. Yeah, man. I, like go I always... out, go out to a bar, have some drinks and end it at that. Mm -hmm. By the way, how do you handle the, 
so you know how you have two girls in the same room and like you've been with one you've been with the other one but then at some point you would have to become physical with either like with one and then the other one while you're still just you're not having nothing's happening yet you're just sitting and having drinks how do you handle that um so i like to play a more aggressive version of the questions game called spin the bottle truth or dare um so first i'll i'll suggest the questions game and i'll be like hey let's play a game it's basically truth or dare without the dare um we take turns asking questions the only rules are you have to be honest you can't ask boring questions the questions have to make the other person awkward or uncomfortable um and you have to answer the question you're asked and uh if you guys don't want to think of the questions don't worry i'll choose the questions <laughs> so and i've played this so many times i know exactly like how to sort of build that up you know you can't just start with like you know what's your favorite sex position because you just look like a thirsty loser right that's so what you, girls ask all the time what the fuck is that if, if the girls ask first that's great that's that's ideal right like when you're playing that game and the girls start with sexual you can immediately go sexual um but usually it's a little bit more smooth to not start with something sexual like what's what's the thing you've been the most trouble for and then then after that i the next question is typically like you know what's the craziest place where's the craziest place you've ever had sex right um because that you're not asking you're not framing it like you and her but this is what this is with girls you haven't hooked up with before if, it, if you've hooked up with both of them already you can you can start much more and you can say like, all right, let's play, let's play spin the bottle truth or dare. You guys know how to play spin the bottle, right? Spin the bottle and whoever it lands on, you have to choose a dare. And the person who spins it, chooses the dare for the person lands on. So let's say me, you and some other guy is playing here. I spin it. The bottle voices at you. I spun it. So I ask you, all right, here's your dare. Uh, you have to close your eyes. We're both going to grab your boobs and you have to tell us which one it was right so I'll, I'll i'll do things like that that are like are are pretty like in the beginning like easy enough not not too crazy and they build up like now we're both going to kiss you and you have to decide who it was um things that involve like both people yeah and, it's a uh, great great thing for bearded guys <laughs> exactly <laughs> and I, i've done this in group situations too it's even better with like big groups of, of people big groups of girls obviously is fun um but but playing that game spin the bottle truth or dare um i actually also have it oh let me show you so i created a a jenga set oh, so you, you know jenga, yeah blocks. i know yes yes and, yes and where do you learn about it I made it up. I literally uh, I literally recorded a podcast with a friend of mine Mr. T yesterday or like two days uh, ago and he told a story about how he went to a sex club in New York City and they were playing Jenga where on uh, the one side of the brick you have a dare and the other side you have a question. Yeah, same deal. Although on ours we only have dares. Um, yeah. this is like the most ridiculous Jenga. So <laughs> and and they range so if here here's the blocks right and yes. they're obviously stacked like this and you can't see them but if it has a black dot on the end it means it's it's a, a really like bad raunchy one so it's like don't pull that one unless you want to do something bad so like this one that's not right you pull it out and it says kiss left right so obviously you 
kiss the person to your left. This one, you pull it out and it says blowjob or cunnilingus. Um, okay. So that's why you want to be careful to pull the black one. <laughs> <laughs> this one, for example, says uh, gender top swap. So you, if you're a guy, you have to trade tops with the girl. Um, so there, there's all sorts of crazy shit like this. Um, and these fun games, like playing these games are just a great you know, way to sort of escalate and lead into the fun. And, and it can be a lot of fun, obviously, if you have with, with three people, you know, it's a game. Um, trying to play that with just one girl on a date wouldn't really work, obviously. But <laughs> I have to write down to make a Jenga like that. Yeah, actually, there's been so many people who've come to my parties and stuff like that and played this game. Like, you need to make this a game and put it in, like, sex stores. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm just too lazy. <laughs> but it's really, like, nothing gets a party going like Spin the Bottle, Truth or Dare or Jenga, right? And it's the same it's the same rules. It's just how you're delivering them. Like with Jenga, you know, people are just pulling blocks with spin a bottle, truth or dare. It's more dynamic. People are asking questions and trying to think of things. Um, but the more you play, the better you get and the better you get at recognizing because with, with threesomes or with any sort of group sexual experience, if you, you have to go at the speed of the most uncomfortable person, right? And if that person so if you try to escalate or you try to move things forward before that person's comfortable, like it's going to fuck everything over. Oh, yeah. So, right. But if you can really figure out their speed and slowly get them to feel more and more comfortable, um, then things will progress. So that's really like the mindset. It's like, all right, which who, who is the least comfortable here and how can we make her more comfortable? And if everyone's on that same page, um, usually things go in the right direction. Yeah, I actually just remembered about threesome hunting uh, this one summer. Uh, we have in Latvia this festival, which is like kind of like a hipster, hippie-ish festival, like a smaller one. But it had come, it had beca become more popular. So it was like harder to be drugs. Like you couldn't really smoke weed openly because there was like dogs everywhere. But anyways, this this one ch chick I'm seeing goes there. She's she's been a regular of mine for since I started dating, oh my goodness, like years, and still going. Uh, she actually had a, a relationship in between, and then we did a photo shoot at my place, which ended with us fucking, and, and that was not a good idea, because her, her boyfriend was literally a wanted criminal. Hmm. Shit. <laughs> so I was like, shit, like, I had to have that conversation with her, it's like, hey, bitch, you're not <laughs> telling it to him. It's like, no, yeah. no, no way, like, fuck that, I would never... But I was already not living in Latvia. So, so anyways, and, and she sends me a message. Hey, I'm at this festival. Come over. And we had a few threesomes before. So she knew that why I'm going there. It's like, oh, yeah, let's go hunt some for some threesomes. And I, I get a tent. I get a few bottles of wine. I get a few joints. And, and, uh, and we go there. And we were walking around the festival and just hunting for threesomes. And what we got, which worked really, really fast and good was from some girl, we got hair glitter. It's mm -hmm. like gl glitter with glue. Like you just can apply it anywhere and it stays there. It doesn't kind of come off of that easily. And we were walking around doing day game opens at a festival <laughs> with a chick, pretty like direct. And, and we went on an adventure with them. And, and, 
and then sooner or later we would start painting each other with with uh, with, um, with the glitter and and we would just end oh, up yeah. in a forest while we're walking <laughs> Festivals and are the best places to hunt for threesomes. Yeah, really open-minded people. Yeah, um, yeah. I spent a ton of time. Obviously, Burning Man is like almost too easy because it's such a sexual vibe. But like any sort of, I, I did a lot of hunting at the Balatone Sound Music Festival in in Budapest or outside yeah. of Budapest, um, the Exit Festival, and uh, I think it was like Belgrade or Serbia, Novi Sad. Yeah. Novi Sad, yeah. Um, and the uh, Ziget in, in Budapest, yes, too. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the, the beauty, I, I've got some pretty good... Well, if you if you have a girl and you're hunting for another girl, you can be pretty direct. You know, you could kind of go up to her and you can just say, hey, my girlfriend and I think you're super hot. <laughs> you know, like you're, you're not necessarily creepy by saying that. Um, you can say, my girlfriend has, totally has a crush on you. Um, you can just say, hey, we want to have a threesome with you. That can work, but it's it can be it's met still direct yeah yeah one thing that i that i had some um a lot of fun using was uh basically asking these three questions i would go up and be like hey uh random weird question for you um do you have a boyfriend and i'd have the girl on my arm of course and you know sometimes they say yes sometimes they say no if they say no I'd be like okay uh do you find do you find me attractive and do you find her attractive and she'd be like, yes, and yes. And I'd be like, okay, so what's your excuse for not making out with us right now? And before she answers, you just like push the girls' heads together and they start making out. Then you <laughs> right? Because <laughs> it's like, if she says she doesn't have a boyfriend and she says yes to the attraction, there's no excuse that she could possibly come up with, right? Um, which is something I stole from a, a uh, that YouTuber, Vitaly.tv. I saw him do that to girls in LA just random girls. I'm like, Oh, that'd be fun to use in a threesome. Um, and so I was able to pull a couple threesomes using that stupid line. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think I've heard that line somewhere, probably on YouTube or, or, or it was, it was, right yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's that same video of Vitaly. Yeah. He would just yeah. go up to random girls and, and say that. Um, but yeah, so, using it for a threesome is easier because you've got the girl with you, you know, of course. Yeah. So what's your, what's your craziest threesome story? Um, I don't know. There's been so many. It's hard to, uh, well, the one with, uh, the first time I used that line, I was at the Abbey, which is a gay bar in West Hollywood and gay bars are great places to hunt for threesomes because it's usually hot chicks with a bunch of gay guys who aren't giving them attention. Um, and then, you know, the girls are frustrated that they're not getting enough attention like they usually would when they're out. So they're very happy to like go home and meet guys. And usually girls who go to gay bars are typically more sexually open anyways. You know, you're not going to get a total prude or a really good girl going to a gay bar. And if you're out hunting for a threesome, which is different than what you were talking about, which is, you know, taking girls from day game and bringing them together. Um, usually you're going to find more experienced sort of open-minded crazy chicks, which I was happy to do. Um, so we, me and an ex-girlfriend at the time, we, we used that line, met this girl. And immediately, I think after we made out with her, she was like, let's have a threesome. And it wasn't like, let's go right now and have one, but we we're like, okay, later sort of thing. Um, 
And then she started telling us these crazy stories. She was an actress. Um, and it turns out she ended up giving us like a totally fake name and this whole fake story about herself. Like everything she said was fake, <laughs> which we found out later. Um, but she ended up coming back to the house and I lived like right around the corner. So it was really easy. But before we went to that, back to my place, we went to another bar and then we went back to our place. And then while we're, <laughs> while we're banging, um, my ex-girlfriend like grabbed a dildo, <laughs> tried to stick the dildo in her ass. <laughs> <laughs> And the girl, like, while she was basically, you know, riding me, um, <laughs> so basically tried to double penetrate her with the dildo. And the girl, like, totally unexpected, the girl, like, freaked out, jumped off, grabbed her clothes, and, like, ran out of the house. Um, and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm like, catch her, go get her. <laughs> so she's running after her, like, naked down the street. The, can't catch her. Um, you know, I'm, like, lying on my back in the bed, so I'm not moving. Um, she, so she, the girl jumps in her car and she's wasted. Like she's really drunk. I think she was maybe even doing some like uh, Molly or something. Um, and she drives away. And my girlfriend goes back and she's like, oh my God, uh, she, 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 she drove her car. I'm like, fuck, like, I, I, I just hope she's, she's okay. Cause I'm like the odds of her not crashing her car are like slim to none. So she ends up driving all the way back to like the Pacific Palisades. So it, it, I don't know if you're familiar with LA, but you've got like West Hollywood, Pacific Palisades is like a 35 minute drive towards the beach through like mountainous, hilly, like Beverly Hills, like a very rich area, um, like a country club neighborhood. She gets all the way into her neighborhood and fucking crashes her car into like her neighbor's mailbox. <laughs> She's like trying to turn into her driveway and smashes the mailbox. Um, and she passes out like in the car. Uh, the cops come and amazingly don't give her a DUI. Uh, but she's in the hospital. She had like a black eye. And, and we found out obviously the story because we texted her the next day. We're like, are you okay? The, the fake name she went by was Babe. Like she's like, yeah, my name's Babe. Um <laughs> who was like this totally fake person, um, a real person, but a fake person. And uh, she came back the next day and told us a story. And then we had a more proper <laughs> sort of threesome. And, and she was actually totally fine with the, uh, the double penetration. <laughs> but for whatever reason, she wasn't expecting it. So she, she totaled her, it was like a, a nice Mercedes or BMW. But she wasn't mad about it. She was rich. She had rich parents living in the Pacific Palisades. So that's one crazy threesome story anyways <laughs> crazy yeah. that chick yeah fuck she was lucky she didn't get a dui extremely lucky and extremely lucky she didn't kill anyone and luckily only you know damage to the car which insurance covered but yeah so um you you were mentioning a story uh earlier you want to tell that one and then uh, uh, I, I don't remember whether we touched it on the previous podcast or not, but I, I, maybe we didn't. So whatever. So you were saying on this one, you had, you said you'd come back to it some. Yeah, I, I don't think we touched it on the previous podcast, but. No, no, you were mentioning on this whatever. podcast. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, oh, okay. I, know I know, I know. Oh, got but it, okay. I'm not sure it's not, but whatever. Uh, so yeah. anyways, uh, uh, I'm walking with a wing in the center of Riga and I see this tree set and my wing slash student, whatever, 
he like doesn't do two sets. He's, he's doing two sets, three sets. He's like single sets. I can't do two sets. Can't do two sets. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like you have to wing me with this one because it's three chicks. Yeah. I opened the set because there was this blonde chick, fucking hot, heels, legs, like really nice. And her friend, one of her friends was also really hot. And then there was another chick was more alternative, but not really my type. I realized the blonde is extremely shy, not opening up, but the other hot chick is really open and he, he, ha, ha, he, he, ha, ha. And they say, oh yeah, out of all of three of us, she's the crazy one. So I take the, I take her number and I go on a date and, and we fuck pretty fast. And, and even as soon as we go to my place, we're chilling there. And she was like getting annoyed that I'm not yet. And I haven't yet started fucking her. <laughs> so when she became a regular, uh, she was one of the, she was the same girl that I fucked on a table while the other one was sleeping. And I knew that she had, she's best friends with the blonde. So one is brunette, one is blonde. I know she's best friends with the blonde and, and they, they've had threesomes before. So that's, the, that's what I do as friends. And, and from the get go, she knew like, yeah, I want to fuck your friend as well. And I was at this party with other pickup guys, this Russian community in Latvia. And we were in this sauna party and drinking vodka, just getting shit-faced. And, and, and I respond to the brunette's story. I see them both sitting in a bar and I respond to the story. And they're, oh, yeah, we're out, but, but we can't get in a bar because, ah, fuck, we forgot our IDs. So they, they won't let us in, in a club. Uh, what are you up to? I'm, oh, I'm at the sauna party with my friends. And, and they, she asks me, hey, can we join at your sauna party? And I didn't see that message because it was like I, I sent my message and I close Instagram. I put down the phone. But while I close Instagram, bef before I block my screen, turns out she sent that message. Can we come over? So basically, I left her on red. Mm -hmm. Two chicks are asking, two crazy chicks are asking, can we come to your party? And like you you just read that and don't respond. What, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. so 30 minutes later, I get a phone call. It's like, hey, how is your party? Can we come to your party? And I know what that means. Yeah. And I just say, you know, like this party is getting kind of boring. I was thinking of leaving. I'll see you at my place in, in 30 minutes. <laughs> so I go to my place, they show up. And by that point, like I was out with guys drinking and I don't drink as much as I was drinking that night. I was, I was completely shit faced. Like, let's just say I barely remember the threesome. <laughs> 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 they show up at my place already pretty wasted we do some more substance abuse and 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 it, it kind of is like you have this vibe that they know why they're there and that they came with a reason but at the same time they're playing me a little bit mm -hmm. for whatever reason and it's cold and, and then i give them a blanket i put a blanket over all of us and 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 I made out with the brunette and, and which is the one that was a regular and, and the blonde was like, the brunette kind of says, yeah, my friend doesn't like you. But again, just as a test, I know they're just, they're just playing and they start making out with each other. And then the blonde is kind of on top of the brunette straddling her and they're making out on the sofa. And at one point I just walk from, come up from behind and I just take off, take off the blonde's dress. Mm -hmm. And she's on top of her friend, like you're making out, like fucking naked, like the top one. And I don't know, it's just, it, and the rest is history. And, and 
And that's the crazy, <laughs> that's a crazy story because that was a threesome from a three set. And fuck, I've tried to pull the top off ever since and it never, never succeeded again. I actually, I had a period where I was, whenever I was doing a two set, I was never choosing one of them. I was kind of working with both of them with the idea that we all three will go out for a drink. And even though I got so many numbers trying that, I never got them to come out on a date like that with like three of us. Oh, really? I know it's, I know it's an easy thing to pull off on a night game, but a day game, like just opening a tool set and then closing them That's with the edit. Yeah, it's much tougher for day game. I, yeah, night game, I've done it a few times in bars and clubs, just kind of gone up to girls, started flirting with them. And it was kind of obvious from the vibe. After many years of practice and understanding that vibe, like, okay, these girls are very sexual. They seem to be sexual with each other. And they seem to be looking for a guy. Because um, girls will go out with, you know, they're not necessarily having an agenda. But if two girls, um, you know, a lot of girlfriends, like, will hook up with guys together. And they're not necessarily going out to do that. But if the situation presents itself, they'll do it. They meet the right <laughs> yeah. guy. So the more experience you have, the more you're going to be able to spot those situations and capitalize. So that started happening to me a lot as I had more and more of these crazy experiences and got better. Um, maybe we'll save that for uh, another follow-up call because I could talk about this stuff forever. It's fun. Yeah. yeah as I think yeah. of stories, I think of way more stories. Um but anyway, so where can where can guys go to find out about you and the coaching you offer? Oh, they can just head mostly to strobert.blog, strobert.blog. Link will probably be in the description. Or they, if they can, if they want to watch my, I have a few free dating courses and a few free courses on texting where I explain exactly the same stuff I explain my coaching student, students, then that's available for free on daygamecourses.com. So they can just check out that or my YouTube or whatever. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And uh, check out, check out St. Robert's podcast. Uh, I was a guest on your podcast. Yes. Um, yes. And the podcast is becoming, probably becoming a video podcast. Nice. Pretty soon. I will move to video format. and Yeah. More dynamic. Well, yeah. cool, man. Awesome. Uh, shooting the shit and talking about this. I'm sure the guys listening had a, a fun educational experience <laughs> yes i hope so okay thank you for doing this yeah bye thanks for listening if you want more go to innerconfidence.com and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast for the latest episodes